Welcome to a place where you don't have to be perfect. But you're going to mess up. Everybody messes up and mm -hmm. that's okay. And there's grace for you too, even as a believer in Christ. A place where we talk about the Word of God. So no matter what Eve did in that moment, she still has the authority from God to crush Satan. Where we'll talk about real life and have fun doing it. Kristen, you need nourishment to <laughs> take care of him. <gasps> um, <to> take <laughs> back. <laughs> Uncrustables for real? is part of my, my food pyramid. So welcome to the Upcycle Christian Podcast. We're glad you're here. Hey everybody, it's Heather. And Andy. And I am so excited because Soundman Andy has agreed to do his own little installment of the podcast with me. Spilling all the beans, all the secrets. Really what it was is that so many of you thought that he was just hilarious. Pretty funny. So we thought we'd keep his jokes around. I'm the funniest person I see in the mirror. <laughs> but really, I... I enjoy your insight. I enjoy your point of view. Um, of course, we're different. You are a guy. I am not. I'm, I'm, I hope. So, obviously. <laughs> so, I just really wanted to get a guy's perspective on more things. And, you know, like, we're totally opposite kind of spectrums. So, it's nice to get an opposing view now and again. Opposing? I wouldn't say opposing. Not, well, you know what I mean. Like, we differ on things. Seeing life through different goggles, is that what you're saying? That's exactly what go. I'm saying. Right. So, for tonight's installment, I thought that we would talk about something near and dear to your heart other than me. <laughs> and that is worship. Well, that is near and dear, dear to my heart, isn't it? I... Would like to think so, because if it you is. have these three guitars it hanging is. on the wall for absolutely nothing, and they're two not, in the closet. They're not there for nothing, okay? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'd like to think you at least like worship a little bit. So, because this past year, like, when we really sit down and think about it, this has been a year of change for both of us, but definitely a year of change for you. I would say a year of growth. Yes, I like that. Not I like change. that a lot. You, um, because before we even got together, before we met, before anything, you used to play on a worship team. Mm. I used to play guitar a lot. At a, at a previous church, right? Mm-hmm. And then you took a little break from that. And... Just a, just a smidge. A little just, one. <laughs> just, just a, a little smidge one. of yeah. a break. Ten years isn't that long. No, it's not <laughs> long at all. And the funny thing is, um, when Andy and I met, the one thing he said was that he loved me so much more because... I fell in love with him for who he truly was and not just because he played guitar or, you know, he was a musician or whatnot. So now that we've been married eight and a half years and now you're starting to play guitar again, it's like... It's like I'm wooing her all over again. It's... Ooh. I... See, you gotta, you gotta reel them in slow. You can't be the, you can't be the <laughs> chad on campus toting around an acoustic guitar by the fountain every day. You gotta, like, start real small, bit slow, be like, yeah, you know, I used to play. I don't play that much anymore. You're real modest about it. Yeah, You're like, okay, oh, a little bit, a little ditty here and there, and then whenever they're just like, hey, you wanna play on a worship team? And it's like, it's like, boom. It, and it's funny because not only did that change something for you, but when you, um, you know, picked up guitar again when you started worshiping and all of that it like lit a fire in me and i 
never realized how much I truly loved worship until you started playing again. And now, like, if you come to our house, that's all there is. Um, that's all there is playing. I prefer to, you know, have the TVs off during the day and just have worship music on throughout my entire house. When Andy's home, if he's, like, practicing songs for the week, like, I'm in the bedroom singing or going through them with him. Like, I'm just so... Looking at me every time I hit a bad note. That's when you're on stage. Oh, that was harsh. No. That was a little harsh. <laughs> Listen. That was a little much. My favorite thing with you is that, like, when you just throw everything out the window and you just play. Like, it, there was this last um, law session where you just stopped doing what you were supposed to do and you just played. And I, after it, I came up to him and I was like, whatever that was... You need to keep doing it. There's a fine line between you don't want to become a distraction. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not about me or like my playing and stuff like that. But then there's also the other part of the line where in worship, a lot of people, you know, you, you praise and give your all. And like mm -hmm. for me, my, my worship utility is playing guitar, playing an instrument. So like I want to do my best and give my all because that's what I'm offering. I'm trying to offer my first fruits. I'm yeah. not offering, you know just the same platter that's on the table every day to Jesus. So, but there is like a fine line. It's really like, I don't, I don't want to say tough, but like you don't want to be busting out a bunch of like well, cause you're not trying slides to be... and taps and stuff like that. But you want to, yeah. you just want to go with the, go with the, go with the flow and sense where the spirit's at and do it. But you also don't want to be distracting because it's, it's a very personal and, um, I don't want to say intent, intimate mm -hmm. like moment between a bunch of people and God, and you just don't want to become a distraction, but you also want to be like, we're, I'm worshiping God here, and things are getting really intense, and but then you got to be like, let's just not be crazy here, though. Well, and I think it's like you are there to be a worshiper and not a rock star, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, that, because you're not, you're on a worship team. You have a lot of people, and they become family. And I've seen you grow with these people the past year, and it's been a beautiful thing to see. And it's like, you all are up there to, like, you have the same common goal, but each one of you individually, it's not a performance. It's truly, you are just up there worshiping. You know, we have a saying that's like, we're, we are worship, we are worship leaders. We're not just like a, a band playing a show at some mm -hmm. venue. We're worship leaders. We don't, lead worship by playing a fancy song we lead worship by worshiping ourselves mm -hmm. and it also just opens the door to make people feel more comfortable and th that they can just get into it and worship as well because a lot of times like you see someone on stage who's just you know standing there and just, you know looking all bored and stuff like that it, it gives off the wrong vibe and energy you got to be actually worshiping yeah like and you need to give your all and worship and it makes others feel i don't know it's just like you know we're where two or more, any group of people, when they gather in the name of Jesus and his presence is there and it falls down. Yeah. And that's just, that's something that we strive for. We don't strive for, you know, fancy lights, this and that. It's it's to create an atmosphere where we can actually get intimate and worship God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I even like it here at the house. Like when you're practicing for the week, it's, it's so nice because like even sometimes we'll get into it. Like... And it truly is, it doesn't, you know, feel like practice. It's more of just, we have our own little worship set. And, like, I love every minute of it. 
It's like quality time too, honestly. Honestly. And I mean, it's like one of my favorite things. And you're very encouraging. I have a lot of self-doubt when it comes to me. And, you know, through you doing this and through you picking up guitar and, um, you know, starting to do these things again, like, you're not just kind of like leaving me on the sidelines. Like, I appreciate the person that you've become now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. encouraging me, pushing me to do, you know, my best or things that are out of my comfort zone. Um, I don't have time for cheerleaders in my life. I need a, a partner who's right there with me. He needs a roadie. You know? no, no, that's a cheerleader. <laughs> that is. That is yeah. I will always be your cheerleader, though. Not a cheerleader, though. I'm your number one fan. My partner in worship crime, not crime, partner in, I don't know, I'll think of an act. Oh, crime? Jesus does not like crime. He flipped tables, okay? He was very angry. Flipping tables isn't a crime. Uh, uh, that's what I'm going to do then. From now on, if I ever get angry, I'm going to flip tables and be like, that's it. You can flip as many tables as you want if you clean up the mess afterwards. I don't think he cleaned the mess up. I think he just walked out. So, backtrack. Let's reel it back in. Reel it back in. Really back in. <laughs> why do you think worship's important? Why do I think worship's yeah. important? Mm-hmm. Worship is my favorite thing why of you, all why times. Do why do I think it's important? Is because it's literally a time to just spend with God. Like, even if you don't, like, how do I say this? It's not about, like, if you're able to sing or if you like singing or anything like that. Even if you are just sitting in the, like, if you're sitting, sometimes in, in the bedroom here, you'll know I turn on worship music and I just soak in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just listening to the words of the song because I know a lot of our worship songs, you know, you can reference them right back to scripture. And the way it just draws you closer to God, it's a reminder of his promises, his goodness, like, all of these things. And it's, you know... It's very personal. Worship is very personal. Um, I get drawn so much into worship because, like, I cry pretty much every time I worship or at least tear up or get I get emotional because I think of how these songs, um, like, tie into my life. Mm-hmm. Like, Egypt, I will happy sob. Happy sob. Happy sob, while singing Egypt. You, what is it? What's 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 that one? It's like, are you crying? No, I'm not crying. I'm happy. <laughs> that's me. Um, you took me out of Egypt. Took me by the hand. I'm leaving that in you there. Left me to the promised land. <laughs> like I know, I, I sob. Yeah. Because that's what I felt like. You know what I mean? Like I feel like. I am living a life right now that I could have never dreamed of. And the songs that I sing, not even on Sunday mornings, like if you come into my house, if you look at my um, security cameras, 98.9% of the time, I am singing. I am worshiping in the house. I am thanking God for everything I have because I would have never had it without him. And these songs are a reminder of the blessings that I've been given. And they're a reminder of even the hard times that I've walked through and the storms 
that I've faced and the things that we have been through, like these songs aren't just songs, they become personal. And it's, you know, it's very reflective. It's a reflective moment. I feel like it's very, um, it's a very powerful time to spend with God in worship. Like I said, even if you're not singing, even if you're just soaking in the songs and in the lyrics and you're really just, um, having a moment of self-reflection and in, in turn, you know, talking to God and just pouring your heart out to him. That's what I do. I'm, I'm a very, um, well, you know this. I I didn't bring my scuba gear, but you just went real deep. (laughs) I well, you it's not too late to tell you that it's it's kind of it's kind of where what I meant, but kind of not what I meant. Oh, <laughs> I meant like in a in a generalization of church. Oh, I'm sorry. Did no. I make this about? No, me? you no. It was beautiful. That's why I kept let let it keep going. I didn't say anything. I just love worship. I'm very passionate about it, and I don't think I ever would have. Um, I don't know if I. I mean, I can't say because I don't know what would have happened if you hadn't started. Um playing guitar again but you playing guitar was i wouldn't have three guitars (laughs) you wouldn't have three guitars an acoustic in the closet another guitar in the closet um can we not like lay down a list of like we all have our like a blinky go-go box down there but here's my thing here's what i was gonna say it's called a pedal board you you know i know that you love what you do i know you love being on the worship team i know that um, that worship team is like family to you. And, um, I'm so thankful that you have that. But when God blessed you with the ability to be on that worship team and to start playing guitar again, he wasn't just blessing you. And I am now finding this piece of me that I never knew I was missing, if that makes sense. Like, some people pray really, really well, you know? Um, they have a way with words and stuff. I just talk to God. Like, worship is my, um, like, my line of communication with God, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because then it turns into so much more than that. Like, I just, I'm so on fire, you know? And so, I just pour my heart out. It's ugly. It's not pretty. It's <laughs> sobbing. It's uh, on my bedroom floor, on the bed crying, like just. And it's not even like tears of like sorrow or, you know, upset. Sometimes it can be, but I'm literally living a life I never thought I would live. And it, it blows my mind, like how thankful I am for it. And I know, like, couple Sundays ago we pulled out of church and I remember looking at you and wanting to cry and just saying is this really our life like I never ever dreamed that God would bless us as much as he has this past year I know definitely because I actually didn't even ask you I think I asked you like a year or two years ago I was like if you um if you told yourself you know what you're like weekly routine was now like what would you say to yourself or whatever or would you believe it I don't, I don't remember what you said I think you said something like, I, I don't I don't think I'd be like yeah you're, you're, you're kidding me you're crazy oh I would have thought you were crazy and had three heads three heads yeah is that an English thing yeah yeah I mean when you and this is kind of off topic but kind of funny I had a relative 
who called me and was like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, nothing, just got home from church because it was a Thursday and we, on Thursdays, we go to worship practice. Andy goes and does his worship stuff for worship team and then I provide childcare for the worship team so I get to hang out with all my favorite little buddies and I usually like bring some sort of coloring something for them. We all love to color. Yeah. And this relative was like, oh, you're, you were at church again? Because the last time they called me, I was leaving church for like prayer group or something like that. And they joked and they were like, are you sure your church isn't a 7-Eleven? Because like <laughs> you're always there and it's <clears throat> always open. And I was like, honestly, like <laughs> pretty much, you can probably find something going on every day of the week at They church. need to like, open like a convenience store in there. <laughs> that's so funny that's um that's called way. the cafe yeah but it's not like a 24 hour <laughs> be great um if anybody from the church is listening to this and you know who you are if you go to the church with us if we could get a slurpee machine up in the cafe that would be a hit would be a hit like i could start my morning off with jesus in a slurpee just a, just throwing a little it out sugar there. high just um just a a little side note notation bring that up at the meeting during the week a little staff meeting um where's the suggestion yeah. box i'm gonna put that in, in the offering like in the offering bucket i'm just gonna put my suggestion right. um, okay so back on back on track okay we we get sidetracked a lot this it's... is why this is why andy and i do not record together because we're funny yeah we're like a we're like a seagull. It's like, ooh, something Can shiny. I tell... That's a squirrel. Can I tell the story? Can I tell the story about your application for the worship team? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so when Andy... Um, when our worship pastor gave Andy, like, the application, was like, hey, just fill... And it... Like, I say application, but it was like, oh, like, what instrument do you play? Like, or do you sing? That kind of stuff. Do you know how to read? There notes? was... There, uh, we do have to give justice to... Because um, there was one other person on the team that said it at the same time as me, so he's probably just as funny as me. Like, we had, we were on the same wavelength, and we said it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so Andy um, does not like his penmanship, so I was filling this out for him, and I was writing in all the things, and at the very bottom, it said, is there anything else we should know about you? And... Without telling Andy, I just put down, I'm really funny. And honestly, like... <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good quality to have, you know? I... It just shows a little bit of confidence. And, you know, I mean, maybe I could be funny about being funny. Like, I'm not really funny, so I'm making a joke about it. You never know. I think your humor is a top-tier quality and an amazing asset to the worship team. <laughs> like, I think you're funny like god mm. god blessed you there yeah <laughs> so, are you telling the whole story no oh, okay i was just gonna tell that oh yeah well it's funny um do you want to share sure yeah fun. okay so we were, how did this, we were, we were how did going, this start we how were going we were going over the um for uh after our morning prayer we were going over the set list of what we were doing and we were doing this little um tagline for a song called um fill the room with dante bow um um, and we, he was just, uh, our pastor was like, you know, we're just going to keep, uh, we're going to keep on with fill the room. Um, and we're going to keep, uh, doing fill the room until, um, until, um, and with me and, uh, our bass player, we were like, the room's full. 
Like, and like looking at him, like, until the room's full. And then we just start laughing. We, a good five minutes, we're all laughing. He's like, fill the room until, uh, until it's full. Yep, that's what we did. You're very funny. Yeah, sometimes. So, let me ask you a kind of serious question. Oh, really? Because I had a serious question for you. Oh, good. Well, trade. So, my serious question to you was, <clears throat> excuse me, at first, and I want your honest answer, at first, were you hesitant about joining the worship team? Or even oh, even thinking about it? Yes. Why? Um, well, I don't know if we have enough time. Just give me, like, the condensed, okay, like, bullet so points. Okay, the, so the, the cliff notes, got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, for starters, hadn't played in, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Just got an electric guitar again. Mm-hmm. Just got, like, four or five pedals from Amazon. Amazon, like, two-day shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, volume pedal and all that. I'm not going to go over the, what I got. But basically, I basically got, like, what was, like, the... Like a starter kit. The bare bones of what I thought would be good. Because, um, mind you, 10 years has passed. So, like, all the stuff that used to be good back then, it's, like obsolete now yeah yeah obsolete or you know there's something way better that's way cheaper all the stuff i i, I used to have every time when i looked it up online they were like vintage and i was like oh that hurts my my, <laughs> a, my ageometer really hurts you're vintage i didn't know the stuff i used to use is vintage <laughs> and if anybody plays guitars let's say it's like uh the the electromonics uh electroharmonics uh cathedral and then a line sixty L four stuff like that. Like it, it was all like they don't make it anymore. So like it's vintage. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I am now, vintage. But um, no, it's been, it had been a really long time. I haven't played in a while. Um, playing with somebody, playing like in a band, or playing along with you know just music on the radio. It's very different than playing with a group of people, and it's all either um, improv, intercessory, or like you're just making a presence for uh, for the lord to do his work it's very 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 different and it's also why i really i love it a lot because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a blank canvas and my worship is putting sound on that canvas and so it's very very um fun and also i love it because it's a awesome form of worship but it's also very intimidating and it's not the easiest thing in the world Mm-hmm. Unless you are actually worshiping and God's working through you, and then it can be like super simple. But there's like a, uh, I wouldn't say a plateau, but a level you hit where it's just like, boom, he t- he takes over and things just come to you really, really easy and you can take care of it. But that's very intimidating to be able to just jump in and be like, oh, hey, we're uh, we're in the key of G today, and we're gonna, be, you know, we're doing this, and then we just say, oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna hold the one and all this other mm-hmm. jargon we use. To each other. So, I think this is kind of a given, but are you... Also, I'm old. Eh, well, bunch of okay. bunch of young kids with their loud music and drums. And spinning around. Yeah, spinning around. And for the, for the person that spins around and got this old man to spin around, I hope you are listening to this right now and that's this line is completely dedicated to you. Um, but... What's it? Uh, you did me up. Yeah. Turn me around. That's when you spin. Yes. So. Set my feet on solid ground. I think I, of course, I believe I know the answer, but are you glad that you took that leap and trusted God and trusted the plan 
and the doors he opened for you. Because I truly believe that it was, you know, a, a God thing that you started doing. You know what I mean? Like, everything, the way it lined up, there's no other way to explain it. I have an answer you're not going to expect. Okay, I'm ready for it. You ready for it? I'm ready you for sure it. You sure about that? Hold on, let me buckle my seatbelt. Buckle your seatbelt. Okay. No scuba gear needed. We're not going deep. All right, go. Okay. Um, so, it was a, a big leap and stuff like that, but it was not me. Rather, it was God through you because you you pushed me. It was you. I didn't t- I didn't take the step. You you basically shoved me. You were like, you were like in the name of Jesus, get. <laughs> I was like one of those pastors that comes down to the altar, start hitting people. <laughs> That was Mia. I think I don't think he's a pastor, so I can say his name. Uh, uh, Bentley, whatever. It's like, his name is Bentley. Yeah, no, he was he um he, he drop kicked an old lady, and I drop kicked Andy onto the worship team. Yes, <laughs> listen, because and the funny thing is, um, I don't know. I mean, in ah, my here comes the joke. Is this going to be the joke? No, can listen. Oh, okay. So, in honestly, in my spirit, and mind you. I didn't know Andy as a guitarist. I didn't. He never, other than the VeggieTales theme song, he never really played for me. Okay? That's how he, and that's how he swept me off my feet the first time, ladies. Um, but other than that, he never played for me, so I did not know. I play piano at Guitar Center like once or twice. Yeah, but I'm talking about guitar. Like, you never, um, I never truly heard you, um, play. Like, I, I wasn't yeah. around for the Worship You era and stuff like that. So, but in my spirit, I just somehow knew that I needed to be that encouraging voice. Like, God was just saying, like, keep after him. And at that point, we weren't even really sure where our journey was going to lead. Because when we did, like our discovery class at our church, which is where they kind of like just teach you about the church and its DNA and, and where you can serve and, and what they stand for and everything. Um, we had only been coming to the church for about three weeks and we really didn't know where we were going to go, what path we were going to follow. The entire time in the class, she's sitting here looking at me like a like a like a kid in school. I don't know. I was in school, but whatever the stereotype of a kid in school looking at someone's test like answers. I was trying to cheat like, off his paper. She's filling out her paper. I'm filling out mine. She keeps looking over at mine. She's like, Are "You gonna fill in that bubble?" I was like, "What bubble?" She's like, "When it says worship team." I'm like, "And Andy like, was like, like, worry about your own paper. Worry about your own paper.'" And you're like, "Just put, just put your name on it." Do well, it. and he was like, "No." Because you have to have, like, six months experience and blah, blah, blah. You have to have... It says right here, you can't... And I was like, you should just put it. You should just see. And, um, I didn't... No one called. I didn't think he did, but at the very end, before we turned our papers in, Andy quickly, like, checked that off as something he would be interested in. And I I didn't even know what that was going to do. I didn't even know what door that was going to open, because, like I said, I didn't... I didn't know the musician you. Like, I didn't know the musical you. And honestly, looking back on it, like, I don't even know why I encouraged you. I thought it would be neat because I knew you had played before, but... I was my, I, honestly, I was my own obstacle in it. I, I'm the one that threw all the excuses around. Yeah, we, yeah. And honestly, we both did that, too, with church anyway, like, in, in the beginning. But when Andy and I, you know, we started going to our church... 
it was Easter Sunday and God spoke to me and he said, this is where you're supposed to be. And I remember sobbing during worship and it was, they, it was Waymaker was the song and Miracle Worker, for me to even hear from God and be able to say, okay, okay, this is where I'm going to plant my feet. And if this is where you're calling me, then I'm just going to be obedient to that. That was a miracle in itself. So God was a miracle worker. Let me tell you something. Because we never thought that we would make our church our home church. Um, we never thought that where we are today is where we would be today. Um, I feel very strongly on my heart. I'm getting called to places that I never thought in a million years that God would ever use me for. Um, well, it's like, um, I think that really good, um, word I heard from, uh, it was on YouTube, Pastor Stephen from, uh, Elevation, Elevation Church. Church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About, about everybody's boat. Yeah. It's like, you know, whenever, uh, you know, Jesus could have walked on water, he didn't need a boat, Mm-mm. but he went over there, he went over there, Simon Peter, he's like, hey, I want your boat. <laughs> and he's like, by the way, your name's Peter now. Um, he's like, but I want, he's like, I want your boat. He's like, God wants, basically God is giving you the boat and he wants to use it. Not everybody's boat's the same. Yeah. You know? He's just giving you an opportunity. Cause I love what he says next. I love that he says, if Peter had said no, he would have gone to the other guy and he said, and he said, he likes that. He said, he asked like, he didn't need him, but he was asking. So I think that's, I, I just think it's amazing. I think, um, that your your obedience to God in that moment um, and just taking a leap of faith and not only joining the worship team but playing your first Sunday as at Pen- at a Pentecost rally um, I mean that's big in itself yes it was it was a night of me running on ancient knowledge some would say. Because I literally only been practicing like for two two weeks before that even practicing guitar yeah, again. Yeah, not even. And then getting thrown in the mix, and I'm just like, "What are these songs? I don't know. I don't know what this song is." It's like I don't know that one, but here's a swell. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's beautiful to see, and I think that I think that your story, our story, like our testimony, I think it's very powerful in what God can do if you're just obedient to Him. Mm-hmm. And I see everything that you have done this past year, how you've grown as a worshiper, how you've grown as a, as a leader, how you've grown as, um, you know, just a person, um, and how you've grown spiritually, like, and it was all because you said yes to God. You know what I mean? Like, we are where we are today because we said yes to God, and I think that that is just so beautiful. You know, I'm going to say it. All you do is show up. I'm going to make you a t-shirt that says that. I know. You said that last time, but I never got the t-shirt. I've been... You got to say yes to God and show up. That's it. I've been busy at the 7-Eleven church. Um, <laughs> That's probably right. a good marketing boy. <laughs> Listen. Maybe maybe I'm called to play into church, and it's going to be called 7-Eleven oh, church. Oh, thank heaven. It's like... I mean... We could, you, could, you could twist that around. <laughs> I mean, it's probably copyrighted, but you could twist that around in many ways. Make it make it work. That's hilarious. Um, So... Any final thoughts, any final things that you wanted to... Um, a final word is that our, our worship pastor, actually, we have a little um, 
we prayed before we do practice and stuff, and he um, he shared something. Which that, he's an amazing prayer person of prayer. I I enjoy hearing him pray. He he is in the um, prayer group that I go to on Tuesdays, and he got up and prayed, and I was like, oh. like you know those people you could just listen to pray forever. Yeah. Like, I was blown away because again, I'm not. I'm just like a sobby cry prayer. Yeah. Um. He well. He um. He shared something that was actually um really good point um when we were talking about worship and i thought it was fitting whenever we were talking about how we were going to do worship tonight um it was about um elisha now there's an elijah in the bible and then there's Mm -hmm. an elisha now um back when the king of israel was setting out uh with judah and king of edom um they were marching for days and days and then uh i think who was it uh the king of israel asked about um there was a battle or something going on and they were trying to figure out what to do and King Israel said "Why well, the Lord wouldn't send us out here just to be in the hands of Moab so they asked if there was a prophet among it was a very different time back then mm-hmm. um, you know Elijah was the prophet of the Lord they had the they had the, the tabernacle which was you know mobile because they would listen to what the Lord said so they asked for a prophet and they were trying to find one and then I think one guy one guy was like oh you know Elisha used to you know work with Elijah who was a really well-known prophet then. And so they called him, and he was like, well, why do you guys want me? And the uh, and he says, because it's the Lord the Lord called us here, uh, three kings together. And when he was going on about it, basically what Elisha, what Elisha was wanting to get the Lord presence and direction, he called in, um, eh, what should we call it, uh, a musician, but the actual word escapes me at the moment. Um, he called it a musician, and the musician played. And this is where a lot of instances in the Bible that music takes a part in um, having the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. with you. And it says that when the musician played, or some versions say harpist, uh, minstrel, that's what it is, a minstrel, which is a person of music. Mm-hmm. That's the formal term for it. It says that the hand of God came down. Mm. And basically, so you have all these instances in the Bible, which is in First Kings. It's really um, very, very, very awesome story um the hand of god came down and directed elisha and he was able to give give a prophetic word from the lord on what they should do and so there's a lot of instances in the bible where music really takes a part in your worship and connection with god so that's that's something that's like a it was kind of like a mind-blowing quick facts type of thing i feel that yeah i feel that the fact that he called a musician before he you know he didn't just say you know what let me just sit here and pray and he he called he wanted a musician there with him i've actually never heard that story um i'm actually just reading my way through the bible right now but i've never heard that story but i feel that on so many levels uh, i'm gonna make sure that we can post that on our facebook page so we will post the scripture on there for anybody who's interested um, to go and check it out because it is a beautiful story and I resonate with that so so much and that was beautiful I'm so glad somebody shared that with you and that you were able to share that with us like and I hope somebody- yeah it's crazy how it worked out because like I actually had not I've I've read the bible a lot of times growing up and everything and I never like really connected that story with the fact that the first the first thing that a prophet of the Lord wanted was musician to play. And then when the musician mm-hmm. was playing, then he was able to give the prophetic Lord of the word or word, 
word of the Lord, sorry. We love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's just, It's amazing how it goes hand in hand, how worship is our, worship and music and everything is, it is our connection to God, and it, it says it so many times in the Bible. I love that, and I hope somebody is able to take that from here and is able to share that with, with someone else, you know? Yeah. So, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And speaking of thanks, thank you all for listening Um, We are so glad you were able to join us this week, especially with Soundman Andy here. I think I need a new nickname. We'll think of one. If anybody has any fun nicknames for Andy, go ahead and post them on our our Facebook page. Let's make a contest out of it. Maybe we'll vote. Maybe we'll do like a a new name for Soundman Andy. I'll, I'll post it on our Facebook page, so make sure you check out our Facebook page. And... We'll get you renamed. How about Wee Woo Guy? Wee Woo! No. No? Okay. So, thank you all for listening. We love you guys. We thank you so much for your support. We would not be able to do this without your support. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. God bless. Bye.